Hi guys, it's Sharonda Isadora and welcome to Brazen Bay Reviews, the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me for the second episode and I really want to say thank you to you guys that listened to um, the first episode that we did um, last week. Um, I was actually going to do um, episode two yesterday but I just kind of got like um caught up at the last minute so yeah so here we are now (laughs) so during this episode I'll be talking about two books and those books are going to be Bluebird excuse me Bluebird Bluebird by Attica Locke and The Black God's Drums by Pete Jelly Clark so let's get to it shall we Okay, so um, let's get started with The Black God's Drums. Uh, this is a paperback that I picked up a couple of weeks ago with part of my September haul. Um, this was a real short, quick read. Um, it's a total of, I believe, like 103 pages. Um, actually, yeah, like 103, 107 pages. Uh, this is a revisionist story. Uh, Mr. Clark did a revision on uh, the Civil War era. And also this is a fantasy, not a fantasy, but more like it has, the story has like steampunk elements to it. Or at least I got that vibe. So let's start by reading this blurb to you guys. Creeper, a, sca- a scrappy young teen, is done living on the streets of New Orleans. Her sights are set on securing passage above Captain Anne Marie's smuggler airship, Midnight Robber, earning the captain's trust using a secret about a kidnapped Haitian scientist and a mysterious weapon he calls the Black God's drums. But Creeper keeps another secret close to her heart. Oya, the African Orisha, of wind and storms who speaks inside her head and grants her divine powers and Oya has her own priorities okay so that is our blurb and again like I said this uh, had a little a bit revisionist of uh, the Civil War so our main protagonist is in this story is Creeper. She is a young teenage girl, a street kid um, is what uh, they're being named in this book. She doesn't have to be a street kid, she just chooses to be. Creeper lost her mother um, at a very uh, young age. So in this story, what we have is we, no longer have the Civil War, you know, the North and the South, but we still do have slavery. It's just that in New Orleans, New Orleans is considered a free state or a neutral zone. So everyone um, in New Orleans is free. So what happens is you have the uh, British, the Haitians, and the French come in and help the North kind of like defeat the South in Mr. Clark's uh, version of the Civil War. But unfortunately, you still have uh, slavery going on during this time. 
So the story with Creeper is, like I said, she's a street kid. And when we go inside of the story, Creeper comes across some information about this uh, Haitian scientist. She was pretty much just minding her business in her own little corner of the world. And it just happens that some people actually came into her corner of the world and were talking about, you know, this scientist and kidnapping him and getting this weapon which is the Black God's Drums. And our story kind of takes off from there with Creeper, uh, pretty much as the blurb says, is trying to buy, find her, well, buy her way onto this captain's ship. And because she know the captain will value this information about the station scientists in this, uh, in this uh, weapon that he has, uh, Creeper figured, figured she can like finagle her way, you know, by using this information to get her way onto the captain's uh, airship. I really enjoyed the story. It was action-packed. I mean, pretty much as soon as you open the book of the Black God's Drums, you get a full, vivid story from start to middle to end. And I enjoyed that so much about the story. And the other thing I enjoyed about the story was his storytelling itself. Because Creeper has this goddess inside of her, uh, Oya, and also the captain that uh, Creeper is trying to, whose airship she is trying to get on, Captain Anne-Marie, is also another person in the story who has an African goddess inside of her as well. And uh, Captain Anne Marie's goddess was Oshun, and we all know who Oshun is. So you have these two powerful goddesses weaved throughout this story, as uh, or woven throughout this story as well. And it was just the storytelling of him describing these goddesses, and it had kind of like a a folklore type of a feel to it when he was telling the stories about you know how the goddesses um came to be and you know how you know when the slaves were brought over from Africa how you know some of the how the slaves brought these two goddesses and you know a couple of gods African gods over with them like his whole way of describing it is just really beautifully done and I appreciated that so much in the story and being that um this is you can also consider this a young adult book as well because Creeper is actually 13 but because she is the street kid she has a very adult way about her so even though you're you're reading this young girl, she's going through this story. Um, she doesn't read as a 13-year-old kid. So not only do you have Creeper just trying to to get this information to the captain, they actually get caught up uh, in kind of like this conspiracy um, to bring 
the war between the North and the South back because you know as most people even in today you know some people just can't get over uh, you know free slaves or just free people in general so you they come across this conspiracy in the story um, where you have some ex-confederate soldiers that want to bring the war back and Creeper and Captain Amory actually get caught up um, trying to stop these confederate soldiers from doing just that and then releasing this weapon which is called the black god's drums again as i mentioned earlier from releasing this weapon onto new orleans especially being that new orleans is a free state a neutral state so if anything were to happen in new orleans new orleans then that would have basically set the tone for you know the war to start all over again so like i said i really really enjoyed this story i love the characters i love creeper i love captain Anne marie i even enjoyed the side characters they have like these two nuns inside of, he has like these two nuns inside of the story that help them and stuff like that so it's, it's just very colorful and and you can like as you I love when you can actually read a book and just picture the characters and the places and smells of things you know in your head I love it when a book plays like a movie inside of my head and I got that feeling with Black God's Drums it was a excellent excellent read and I'm so glad I picked it up and far as the rating that I gave this one on Goodreads I did give it a five star rating because it was worth every star if I could rate it at more than five I would have um so I highly recommend that you uh, read Black God's Drums. It's like I said, it's a really quick read. I mean, the story is fast paced. It, it, it's everything ties together perfectly well. You'll be finished with it just like that. It is the perfect story. I love it. And honestly, I am looking forward to reading more books by Mr. Clark. I hope he comes out with another book very, very soon. And I hope it's just as good as Black God's Drums. So the next book we're going to move on to is Bluebird, Bluebird by Attica Locke. And this is more a murder mystery. Um, this one I actually received through Goodreads. Not, I'm sorry, not through Goodreads, but through, uh, what is that site where you can get the ERCs? NetGalley, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I got it uh, through um, NetGalley as a request to uh, read the book. Again, uh, like I said, uh, Bluebird, Bluebird is a murder mystery, and this is actually the e-galley, so the e-book uh, version in the book. So hold on for me while I grab, uh, while I get to this blurb, let me read this blurb for you guys. This is actually another book I really, really enjoyed. Like, it was just, like, one of the best books I've read. In a while and I love the fact that I came across two five-star reads like back-to-back -back. I actually been pretty pretty good lately um 
picking up some good reads. Um, I haven't read like a book that I really couldn't stand since the summer, and that was when I read um, <laughs> that dang on book by Mallory, Mallory uh, Moreau. Ooh, that book was crazy. Okay, so let's get to this blurb for Bluebird, Bluebird. When it comes to law and order, East Texas plays its own, by its own rules. A fact that Darren Matthews, a black Texas ranger, knows all too well. Deeply ambivalent about growing up black in the Lone Star State, he was the first in his family to get as far away from Texas as he could until duty called him home. When his allegiance to his roots put his job in jeopardy, he travels up Highway 59 to a small town in Lark where two murders, a black lawyer from Chicago and a local white woman have stirred up a hornet's nest of resentment. Darren must solve the crimes and save himself in the process before Lark's long simmer racial fault lines erupt. A rural north suffused with the unique music color and nuisance of East Texas, Bluebird Bluebird is an exhilarating, timely novel about the conclusion of race injustice in America. And I'm telling y'all, this book was excellent. Miss Locke hit everything on point in the story, and I'm just so glad that I got to read it. Um, I don't know if it's still up on that galley, on that galley. I don't know. But anyway, if you have a chance to read it, it's published. It's out. I highly recommend you grab this book and just add it to your library just because. So just as the blurb says, we have Darren. He's a Texas Ranger, a black cop. And what I appreciated about Darren was that, yes, he was a Texas Ranger, but he was a black man first. And I love that mostly about his character. And he was very aware of his state, of the deep simmering, kind of like racial tensions that they have in Texas, that people down, you know, down south don't really want to discuss or acknowledge. I mean, even for the most part up north, you know, we have racial tensions that people don't want to discuss. You know, we like to think that up here, you know, up north towards Jersey and all this other stuff, you know, you may be a little bit more liberal. But let me tell you, honey, since this current administration hit the door, mm -mm, everybody's showing their uh, true colors. So anyway, what happens in Bluebird, 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 David... Now, I'm sorry, Darren not only has to solve this murder mystery of this uh, lawyer and this white woman that was killed in this little small town, a lark. When we go inside of the story, Darren is dealing with his own issues. He's in the middle of an investigation and he's also currently suspended from his job. He got caught up in another situation while he was helping um, a family friend and that kind of like, you know, 
came into this issue of him uh, being suspended from the Texas Ranger. And then also the situation where he was actually helping out a friend who was another older black man who was basically being harassed by, uh, well, the the older gentleman's granddaughter was actually being harassed by uh, a member of a KKK type of an organization. Um, Darren came to realize that yes, he is this Texas Ranger, but he also feel he also came to realize that yes, this is my job, but he knew that everybody within that organization did not care for him, especially because of his skin color and especially because Darren stood up for uh black people in Texas. He just wasn't going to go on a job and just turn the other, you know, turn the other way when things went down that he felt was wrong, especially when it came, you know, to dealing with other black people in the state. So he knew that a lot of people in his job really didn't like him. And because he had this situation where he was helping out a friend, a lot of people really, uh, he knew that a lot of people within the Texas Ranger organization really didn't want him, you know, on, you know, on the job anymore. And this was the perfect way to get him out. But then he gets caught caught up in this situation in this little small town. And I'm telling you, Miss Miss uh, Lot, I got to tell you, with most murder mysteries, you could pretty much figure out, you know, who did it, you know. And I, <laughs> what I liked about this story was you knew who did it. But it was kind of like an extra layer to who done it in this. You understand what I'm saying? It was kind of like, like soon as we got to it, and I was just like, oh, I kind of like knew it. But then we got this extra layer of the story, and I was just like, wow, like I really wasn't expecting it. So she really kept the suspense up in the story, story as well. And I just love the balance between Darren dealing with his personal life and the suspense you know, dealing with this murder and the suspense of, you know, the things that were going around him, going on around him while he was in a small town, because not only did he have this issue with his job, he also had an issue with his wife. His wife didn't want him to be a cop. Daniel, uh, I'm sorry, Daniel. Darren started off as a lawyer, and that's what his wife wanted him to return to being, but Darren loved being a Texas Ranger, and also his family has deep roots in Texas and his family also has ties to uh to the Ranger organization because Darren and his uncle before him were really like the first his uncle was really like the first black Texas Ranger in the organization so Daniel felt like he also had kind of like this the shooter feel you you understand what I mean you know um with his uncle who is now deceased uh you know who was a a Texas Ranger as well because his family had very deep roots inside of of Texas and his family well on his (laughs) on his father's side um you know they were educated they were well to do you know so 
Did Darren need to be a Texas Ranger? No, but it was just in his blood. It was something that he always wanted to do. And Darren also had like other personal issues, especially with his mother. And this ending of the story, oh my God, I thought, I can just tell by the ending of uh, this book, we may get an, uh, a second story. And it just made me, like Darren was this really, he was this good guy. He always wanted to do right by people, even when some people didn't deserve to be done right, you know. And his mother was, his mother was a trip. And I was just like, that ending, I was just like, oh my God. Like I didn't even never see that coming. But I wasn't surprised either. But so, you know, um, this is a great story. I really, really loved it. So if you love like a good murder mystery, uh, with, you know, some suspense thrown up in there and just, and then just to have not just you getting this person's you know, personal life thrown in the story, but the conflicts that he has, especially like the racial tensions that he had to deal with while trying to solve this murder and doing this job, doing his job. It was, it was something else to read. So I don't want to give away too much because, you know, then I'll be spoiling it for you. And I don't want to spoil it because yeah, you need to go out and read it. Oh, um, so Bluebird, Bluebird are also rated five stars on Goodreads and this is another highly recommended book um, by myself here at Brazen Babe Reviews. Um, if you love a story that is going to make you think and also entertain you, then yeah, read Bluebird Bluebird by Attica Locke and also grab the Black Goss Drums by P. Dangeli Clark. So until the next one, guys, that is it for me. Um, and thank you so much for joining me. Until the next one. Bye.